Hello, and welcome to November 12th, 2015. This is the Vergecast. Uh, you were probably listening to it on November 13th or Sunday after that. Um, but here is a show, I believe, um, in which we discuss technology, culture, whatever Nicola is up to. <laughs> she's, she's ready. <laughs> I'm Snapchatting uh, us now. <laughs> we, talk, we just didn't pay attention for a while there. Uh, yeah, it's a show. It's a show from The Verge. Your friends at The Verge. I am Neil Patel. I'm joined here by Dieter Bone. Hi. I got Lauren Good from California. Hey, guys. I'm actually doing work in real time. This is like real-time journalism right now. I'm just, I'm just typing away, but uh, I'll be here. Yeah, she's around. Uh, and my girl Flumo in the hype seat. Hello. How's it's it going? It's me. Uh, Nicola, literally, I was like, hey, do you want to be at the Vergecast? And just started stream of consciousness typing at me about a Tinder update. Yes, yeah. it did. Did you, uh, <laughs> did you read the Vergecast post? No. Wait. I, I admitted to the world that every time I try to spell your name, I get it wrong. Oh, it's uh, Nicole. Nicole. No, Nicole no. I, I want to stick an extra O in your last name. Interesting. I, I get a why. lot of Nicole Fuma. No, Nicola I, I, I want to spell it F-U-O-M-O. Oh, FOMO. I, I don't understand. Huh. DJ FOMO, one of my <laughs> DJ names, <Yeah>. actually. <laughs> so I, I apologize. <laughs> I love that DJ names have pers- they've just carried on. And have Cool Jams with a Z. That was my first one. Neil, you didn't charge this BlackBerry. No, so here I'll tell. Let me let me let the listener into my world. Okay. Um, last night, uh, Dan and Dieter were done with the BlackBerry Pro review unit. They didn't need it anymore. You can hear it. Um, and Dan looked at me and Seifert and said, "Hey, I'm going to send this back unless you want to play with it." And I said, "Of course I want to play with it. That's my next phone." Which I thought it was. Yeah. Then you know I eventually got home. I had the phone in my pocket. I was all excited, and my Nexus Six P had arrived. Which is here. And this thing. Yeah. Great. It's a huge screen. And I put both phones side by side and I, I picked the Nexus 6P and just let that phone die. Oh, you're mean. No, I'm not mean. That's right. the reality. We should just get into it. So we actually, this week, we did a bunch of reviews. Uh, Nicola is mad at Tinder. Um, <laughs> I'm not mad. Oh. <laughs> uh, but Lauren reviewed the iPad Pro. Yeah, huge. Dieter reviewed the BlackBerry. There's a bunch of other stuff going on. Let's just get into it. Let's just do. We'll just do this Vergecast. So tell me about the BlackBerry, Dieter. Uh, I'm currently going through the setup on it, wherein you can agree to uh, terms and conditions without actually ever telling you it, it, your name. Telling your name? Anyway. Uh, BlackBerry Priv. Uh, Android. It's uh, running Android Lollipop. Yeah. It's very exciting. Uh, it has a slide-out keyboard, which I enjoy. Um, yeah. and you like the keyboard, though. I do. Hmm. It's a hard keyboard? Yeah. Physical People love those. Slide-out really? keyboard. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So... Huh. Here's what I've been telling everybody about the keyboard. Shut up about how much faster you are on a touchscreen. I'm way faster on a touchscreen. <laughs> Don't screen, care. Like super fast. You, like, you know what? I'm better at computers than you. I, I use Alfred, and I, I am way more efficient at doing shit on my computer than you are. Do you care? You tell me all the time about I know, how much more efficient but, you are on a computer s- because of Alfred. Have you switched? Like, literally, that is using Alfred? I would say that is 80 to 85% of our conversation. Really? Okay. Is you showing me shortcuts on your computer? Uh, like, look. I'm just saying. Then when you tell me you're an idiot for (laughs) wanting a physical keyboard, that's what you sound like. You sound like (laughs) that jerk that's trying to optimize. Like it just feels nice to type. It doesn't feel nice to type. Yes, it does. See, we're like we're disagreeing at different (laughs) things. But like to to say that an on-screen keyboard is objectively better by every metric than this physical keyboard 
is like misunderstanding what the purpose of a device is. It's d- designed to like make you feel good when you use it. Yeah. it. Once it hits a certain level of proficiency, once it's able to do the thing it's supposed to do at a reasonable level, then after that, it's just which do, what do you like better? Yeah, no, that's fair. I'll, I'll give you that. I will say... I love the fact that it slides. I really wish that it yeah. answered a call when you slid it open. It doesn't do that. I yeah. really wish that you could hang up on people dismissively by closing it. I don't know it. if any slider has ever done that natively. Any vertical slider has ever done that by default. But why? That's why they exist. I mean, have these people ever seen the Matrix? I think it's because people like, well, any vertical slider with a QWERTY. I'm, I'm basically talking about the venue and the pre's. They didn't right. do it natively. The venue is a disaster. Well, yeah. Uh, the, the, the BlackBerry was almost a disaster. Yeah. Um, the first one I had was terrible and so they gave us another one which is not as terrible uh but it still like has an incredibly slow camera it still misses some like touches uh it still gets really hot it still has a couple random slowdowns yeah um and blackberry has incredibly good ideas about software uh that they just haven't finished yet so i'm talking about the blackberry hub email app Um, and dtech and dtech's great actually i read a lot of stuff about dtech and the and like how it's not as secure as they claim it is okay Uh. I mean, well, because it's not actually company. supposed to, it's a, my understanding based on a meeting with BlackBerry and all the reporting that we've done is that it's not actually supposed to prevent malware. It's just if you download an Android app and for some reason that Android app is asking for things like your location or access to some other you know, element yeah. of your phone, and you're like, why does this app need this information? It will alert you to that. I mean, Dieter knows better because he's actually been using it, but I don't think they're making any claims specifically around where blocking malware or preventing malware because they are still i mean it's part of the google place you know it's part of the android ecosystem now but there's notifications around it yeah so it basically it gives you like an audit and tells you like what your score is right now uh based on like what apps are asking for weird stuff uh i mean this one i just turned on it's poor because i don't have factory reset protection on it so i can't remotely manage it Uh, i haven't set a screen lock on it uh it is encrypted uh so that's great uh, but developer options have been turned on, which is not good for security. Mm-hmm. So you add all that together, and it's bad. Plus, you can actually look at all of the app permissions in a much more understandable way. Oh, that's cool. Than, and it'll also tell you when an app asks for something sketchy. Yeah. Maybe um, I should have set up that phone. Yeah. No, like, if they, if you set this, I, the thing I never did with this, because I'm testing it as a BlackBerry, is set it up as a pure Android device and turn off all the BlackBerry stuff. Mm -hmm. You can turn off the multiple swipe up. You can turn off the thing on the screen that lets you swipe in to show your calendar. You can turn off the BlackBerry hub. You can turn off the stuff in the notification center. All that stuff you just toggle off and just Mm -hmm. use it as a straight Android phone that happens to have a keyboard. Yeah. In that case, what you've got is a pretty good Android phone that's a little bit slow in spots, but uh, you know, looks good, feels good, and is impossible to drop because it has this incredibly <laughs> cool sticky back. Dieter loves this one. I've just I've just been doing this, this for a week movie. straight. I'm just like holding my hand sideways. You can't see it on the audio because whatever. But my my hand is basically vertical, and the thing is just hanging off, hanging. I, by the way, I could there. not get it. I immediately dropped it when I tried to do this. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely like, it was right? like the first thing I, I tried check to this see. Thing I'm doing with my phone right definitely. now. Definitely. Definitely, it just definitely like dropped it. it, huh? Yeah, give it. I mean, I'm just gonna drop it. I mean, yeah, right. Dieter's got a technique. He's just not sharing. <laughs> 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 I don't. I don't know. Like, I <laughs> why can't you do it? <laughs> it just keeps falling wait, down. Just, wait, wait, just, wait, 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 wait. You just what? do that. Yeah, I don't know. I can't do it. <laughs> Maybe I'm Spider Man. <laughs> Like, you I, have like just the right help. gravity with the length was, of your fingers no, and the I, weight of the phone. Dieter always has a move. Like yesterday, I was like, we were riding the train. 
uh, to the bar together, and I was like, ah, I love flipping this thing. He's like, here's how you flip it. Oh, yeah. And he gave me a whole demonstration no, about you, how you flip you, it over. If you stick, the, one of the problems is <laughs> to, to slide the screen up, if you just mash your thumb on it, it's not good at detecting that you're trying to do that, That's and you might actually move. hit something. But if you get your fingernail under it just right, you can flick it up, and then your thumb does this really sweet, like, that's an amazing thing to put. The sidekick was the really swaggiest open of all time. Yeah. How do, what's the swaggiest way to open your Blackberry? Right? Which is, I don't know. Dieter's way with the noise. <laughs> I hate you all. I'm just saying, like, I like, got home yesterday and Becky was like, what's that phone? I was like, it's new print. It's got this creepy back. And I like, immediately dropped it. Like, like, just dropped it. I will, I gave these to, I gave the, um, the Priv and the 6P to Becky yesterday. And she instantly dismissed this phone. Really? And she's like, and she like is all about the 6P. I think the yeah. Priv is a good looking phone. I think this it's BlackBerry fine. logo on the front, the more I look at it. Yeah, yeah, the BlackBerry logo on the front is pretty bad. It's real bad. I don't know. Have you played with this? Is BlackBerry still a thing in the fashion world, Nicola? I feel like BlackBerry was a thing that a lot of people had holdovers with, like especially celebrities. I know Kim Kardashian used it for a long mm-hmm. time after. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, she buys them on eBay. Lauren, you, you guys did the story at Recode when you were still there, right? That Kim Kardashian buys. I think people will. I think people will go nuts to have a physical keyboard again. Really? Yeah, yeah. Why? Because I'm so confused. I don't know how to describe it, but there's definitely like a type of person. It's like a very specific age that, like, just like when it came time to move, when everyone had to move, when you know everyone was forced to move from BlackBerry to iPhone. (laughs) There was a lot of people who were like very stubborn about it. And they were like, very like, no, I need the physical keyboard. And then they like begrudgingly moved over. And I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, yes, this now. No, people on the, uh, I took the Acela train. That's how I ended my review. I took the Acela train down to DC when I was reviewing it. And a bunch of lawyers are like, Oh, what's that? Yeah. Yeah. Lawyers are going to love it. But they, and they, they like asked for permission to buy it. And I was like, I can't give that permission to you. I'm sorry. It's not my permission to give. Yeah, I think, people, I think people are going to love this. Really? Yeah. Do you, do you love it? Would you switch from your phone to that thing? Mm. <laughs> it's awfully tall. Yeah. My, like, I'm, look at my, this is my pose. Take a picture okay. with it and tell me how you think about the speed of the camera. Oh, yeah. This is, this is actually the, 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 the... I assumed you meant a selfie with it. I was like, okay, Dieter, yeah, I can do that. selfie's fine. <laughs> Either one is slow. Uh, I, yeah, I mean... What's the Achilles heel of oh, every, it is slow. every yeah. Android phone? And it's like BlackBerry just walked into it. Yep. Yeah. I wish I could see this right now. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a so, radio show. Yeah, Nicholas, we're really so bad. like visual um, demonstration. So the, the um, BlackBerry <laughs> okay, says that there's a, a, a main release Nicholas coming doing. out next month. She's taking a series of selfies with a vertical no, slider No, I'm taking a picture of the fern. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just not going well. Like, it's, yeah. it's a fine camera. It is camera. really slow, yeah. It has a good lens, a decent sensor. It's just slow as hell. And like... I guess How it do doesn't they let matter. it go out like that? Like, is it just like, a, oh, fine? I mean, yeah. you're talking about Android manufacturers for the past five years. Like, only this year have Android cameras become good. Yeah. And, like, meet, like, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll know. never win the youth with that. Pretty good cameras. But it's a fucking Blackberry. Who's yeah. going to, they're not after the youth. No, that's They're true. after the guy with, like, the, the plane. And he's like, I got to get to my boat where I hopefully hired some youths to be on it. Yeah. Yeah, because you know what, this guy, this person, because this person who has this, who's like, oh, I love it with the physical keyboard. They also have an iPad and they take pictures with their iPad. Yes. Here's your segue. Here's your segue. I was just talking to Dan Seifer about that yesterday, and he said that he has come to peace. He has found a Zen moment around people who now... 
people who take pictures with their iPads. So <laughs> I had probably because he's just like in the field. Like that's no, it's because he has two. He has two kids. Yeah, he's yeah. in the field of people <laughs> taking photos with their iPads. He's aging into the iPad zone. Yeah, but he's just older. around but he's so not often. Like a tourist. I mean, you know. He, no, but he lives in Gypsy. Like, he sees this. Yeah. <laughs> no, people, the I, older you get, the bigger your your camera gets. I don't think so. When Dan is seventy, he's going to be using the iPad No, but that's the thing. The Zen State cannot apply to the iPad Pro, right? Oh my god. You guys, right now, wow. the thing is literally twice the size of your head. <laughs> Lauren's got the iPad Pro. Lauren has the iPad Pro. All right, is, is there anything just left gigantic. to say about the Priv? Yeah, but we I yes. put it in the review. There's so much to say. Wait, we'll see what happens with the software update. We're going to hang on to it. Yeah, so we're hanging on to it. Yeah. Software. So Dieter said this is a fine phone, good features, software literally so buggy that they gave you a second one. Yep. You think the software update will fix it? Uh, I think we're gonna see. Uh, I, I will, the, the, the thing I wrote and I believe is, uh, waiting for BlackBerry to clean up and fix its software is a really old story. Yeah. And nobody should be nostalgic for that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I, I, is this fun to say BlackBerry? No. Well, I mean, uh, it, 5 million a year is actually doable if they can get some enterprise sales. Um, Maybe there's a rumor that there's another one now that is just um, has has a keyboard, but it isn't a slide out keyboard. Like, they just don't know where to put. Do you remember the, the old Motorola keyboard? Uh, not the Atrix. What was the Motorola that had a physical keyboard underneath? It looked like a trio, like a tall trio. Oh, what was that thing? Motorola. It was like the click. Oh, the Moto. I really wanted it to be because it was like it was like a trio. Uh, Someone tweeted Dieter. Tweet me the name of this phone. Was it the it was Devour? Vertical, it was a vertical. Devour. Was it the devour? God, everyone, uh, everyone just typed words without vowels. Into no, your, it had a vertical. It, was, it had a portrait keyboard. Photon. No. Yes. <laughs> Wait, Lauren, keep naming no, the role of No, no, it's not the photon. The photon Tweet. did have a keyboard though, no. but it was horizontal slide out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Horizontal. basically the kick. Um, wasn't it the click? The K L C K? Am I crazy? No, no I got uh, it. It's the the Google Droid Pro. The Droid Pro. Oh, God. Oh, it was so obvious and yet so far away. And yet also right. so stupidly named. <laughs> <laughs> every every Moto Q that was running Windows Mobile. Sorry. Oh, man. Anyway. I love that phone, too. Anyway, Nicola, that's... Do you know what that phone is called, by the way? Speaking of dumb names, is it, has it occurred to you what it's called? Have you caught it as we're talking? Um, no. It's called the Priv. Oh, yeah. You which said is that short for Privilege and Privacy. Oh, I was, I was going to say you should have let her guess. That was <laughs> privilege and, and privacy. It's, it's short the privilege so, of privacy. Sometimes they say it's short for privacy. Sometimes they say it's short for privilege. Sometimes they say it's short for the privilege of privacy. I can't even. How much? How much do you think that phone costs? Um, <laughs> this is great. Three hundred ninety nine dollars. No, 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 no. Seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh, <gasps> the same as an iPhone. Yeah. Whoa. But it's got the privilege of privacy. Yeah. But it's one of those things where you're gonna pay twenty dollars a month. Right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Wait, yeah. is it on a carrier? It's on. Uh, it's on yeah, AT&T it and Verizon. It's coming to Verizon. Coming to Verizon. Yeah. Do you know what sucks about this is like if you start to like slip, you want to like open it, you might accidentally open something. Like that's why like, I told Whoa. you about that. Yeah, use the move, dude. The no, okay, but if you don't, oh no, you could do too much with that. You have to like hold it and then. I'm in a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my calendar. My fairy moment. I'm in a spreadsheet. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a pretty good BlackBerry right, We got to talk about the iPad Pro. We do. We the, really do. So we also got to 
We do. Let's just talk about the iPad Pro. Whatever. What? I'm into it. You we got to read a thing, but whatever. Oh. It doesn't matter. Lauren. Lauren, are you there? Lauren, my friend. Oh, she's got all kinds of iPads. Um, she's got a little one and a big one. Uh, uh, is that a mini or is that a regular one? It's a regular one. Yeah. God damn, the regular yeah. one looks small. This is a regular the one. The Air looks like an this iPhone compared one. to the iPad Pro. Whoa. Um, so you reviewed the iPad Pro. Walt reviewed the so iPad Pro. So did Walt Pro. Mossberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walter Walter Moss, as I like to call Walter him. Walter S. Moss. That makes no sense. Wow. Uh, the Walt man. Um, and so it was funny because Dieter, I, I literally said this to Lauren, I think, yesterday. Uh, and I said to, to Walt yesterday, too. I was editing Walt sitting next to Dieter editing Lauren. Yeah. And both reviews were, like, arriving. It was, like, two trains. It was, like, the, you know, like, one train is leaving New York at 400 miles an hour and one train <laughs> is leaving Philadelphia at 200 miles. And, like, at what, what time will the trains arrive? Right. And that time was, this will not replace your laptop. Yep. Like, they just came at it from two totally different directions. Right. Um, so I thought Walt's review was, like, pretty harsh. Um, because he already is using his iPad for most things most of the time, right? He like barely uses his laptop at home. I barely use my laptop at home. I use my iPad for all kinds of things. And then so Lauren, I have sat next to Walt. Like we'll we'll be at an, a live event covering some tech press event, and it's a row of MacBooks of reporters furiously going like this and live blogging and taking photos. And Walt's yeah. just like typing away on his touchscreen iPad and it's, it's an amazing thing to witness. I'm like, yeah. how can you do that much work on an iPad? Um, and he's very serene. It's, it's like a much more serene. He's like, ah, ha, ha. <laughs> my iPad is here. Um, it's amazing. But Lauren, so you are like me in that when it's like time to do any kind of work, I like get my computer. Um, and you were, you were not as, you were like, tell me about it. What did you think of the iPad Pro? I, I was kind of looking forward to seeing where you're going there. I was like, what will Neela say about my work habits? As, no, as it's an just introduction like, to, no, it's no, like, it's I, I don't think, I don't think you were as you were, you're not as convinced by the regular iPad in terms of, no. I can get stuff done on it. I'm not. Walt is way convinced about it. And yeah. I've never looked at an iPad before and said, I would use this instead of my laptop. I remember when the first decent accessory keyboards first came out and I started using an accessory keyboard with iPad where I thought, Oh, this makes a difference. I could I could use this for productivity and typing stuff up, and I would type entire columns on it and that sort of thing. But I never thought about it as a laptop replacement, like ever. Right. And then I started using this one, and the first thing that struck me is that the size of it is it's so darn big. It's big for a tablet, but it's pretty comparable to the screen of my MacBook. So I was like, okay, it's it's up there in terms of screen real estate. And then it was super fast. I mean, it's super powerful. And mm-hmm. we're going to see like a whole ton of benchmarking stuff come out in the coming days now that people actually have their hands on them and are comparing them to different. It was like a really fast machine. So I thought, okay, so it's big and it's fast. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's still a mobile OS. Right, right. So there are like all these things I was trying to do where I was just thinking, I have to go back to the laptop. I mean, it, happen- yeah. it definitely happens. I had to go back to the laptop. It's, yeah. it's something as simple as I'm processing our photos so I can slap a watermark on one of our photos. Yeah. And I have to go back to the laptop. So. Yeah. It's it's still a mobile like there's there's been a whole lot of kvetching um, in the the Apple blogosphere about what the term mobile means in the context of this giant iPad like it being a mobile OS and oh I have so many things to say about yeah this. I I, have, I I do as well okay. I will say two things <laughs> one like it doesn't window and it's yeah. two mm-hmm. and this is the real one to me is it's a closed OS yeah right like. If if Android didn't suck on tablets completely, which it does, I'm sorry. Um, 
you could theoretically see a world where like like people could make more of those apps, distribute them directly, make money off of them, whatever. Yes. But that's not possible on the iPad. Right. And nobody can nobody can hack into the system to like actually make like I like I would buy an iPad Pro probably if two things happen. One, multi user, which come on, come on. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, if I could have three windows instead of two. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so like Lauren, like it seemed like were you more concerned about the software keeping you from like I'm gonna start using this thing like full time than you were with the hardware because the that that Apple keyboard to me looks really fiddly like really like I have never read poorer reviews of anything than the keyboard for the iPad Pro yeah like yeah more... I have it right here where is it okay so let's I mean it looks like hot thing. garbage. It this looks, is an extra thing you have to buy. Yeah, it's like one hundred and eighty dollars. Damn it, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah, it's like a lot of money. Anyway. I would be like sixty. It's one hundred and seventy dollars. One hundred seventy dollars. Okay, Sorry. so it looks like a smart cover, right? Yeah. And then you, and then it folds out. When side it folds out, <laughs> and it's yeah. a keyboard, right? Yeah. And so, and, it, and the fact that you don't have to charge this thing, it's cool. You know, it draws power from the iPad itself. So you're never worrying about charging this, and that's great and everything. But it doesn't have a trackpad, which yeah. Microsoft's Surface keyboard does. Yeah. Uh, it's not, considering it's 169 bucks, not backlit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're missing the top row of keys. You can't adjust the viewing angle of it. You only have one viewing angle. So when you put all those things together with the price, it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous, and you think, okay, maybe there'll be better like third party solutions. But even with great third party solutions, like even if you know Logitech and others come up with these Zag or whoever come up with these yeah. amazing iPad Pro keyboards, there's still I think the question you're asking is like, was it just the fact that it was a mobile OS, or was it the fact that you couldn't mouse over things, or you couldn't manipulate Windows, and you couldn't do that? And like, no amount of hardware accessory is going to change that, yeah. right? It's just it's just fundamentally what it is when you're navigating through a mobile OS. How's your arm, by the way? Did you get gorilla arm? <laughs> I mean, I mean, this was Jobs, right? right. That was his line. <laughs> oh, Lauren's wow. got guns! Wow, that's really yeah. good. I'm that up impressive. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> this oh, is man. a gun show. You guys, you guys need to watch the YouTube of this. I don't, just I don't know. I yeah. don't know what kind of radio we're making yeah, here, but really it's not, not good, good radio. radio. Yeah. I think the best feature of this thing, this thing is uh the fully split screen the yeah, full split, split screen where you right. basically two ipad minis right yeah, yeah it's basically instead of just pulling out a little sidebar here where you're like oh look i can thumb through apps and see yeah. a partial app you can actually run two side by side they're not fully some of them you can't fully work in it yeah. depends on the app the app has to be optimized and for it so like you can't just like go from one to the next depending on what it is right but it's uh I'd say that was really helpful. That was like the closest I fell to. I can manipulate app windows and move mm. them around a little bit. I just don't, I don't know. I, I've read all this stuff and we should talk about tip. Like there's a whole section of this podcast, which is like Tim Cook unplugged. Oh yeah. Europe. He's like in he's Europe, in Europe, going just crazy, like smoking legal weed. Yeah. And just saying anything he wants. I think before we get to cook, I want to say one more thing. Yeah. Like we purposely didn't get, too deep into specs in this review like right. the, it has a fast processor mm-hmm. but like comparing like the benchmarks of this against a laptop kind of misses the point like no it, so i don't think no no so that's it's all kind of like related right okay this the processor is so fast it's faster than the macbook the, right. the little macbook in some things yep but not in all things um 
And it's, it's just really fast. That performance is like why I think basically the Mac web is like, this is the future, right? Like, oh, now they'll put an ARM processor in a MacBook and run OS X on it because uh, the processor is real fast. Right. Mm-hmm. But the operating system is completely limited. Yep. And that is, it's like... That's the more important thing. Way yeah, more important I think to talk thing. about whether or not it's in, like Intel Atom is replaced with ARM and whether that happens isn't the point. I think we're seeing this not only with Apple, but at Google too. This idea of the two operating systems actually merging. Right. And when does that happen? Right. And like, it's funny because poor Microsoft is like, yo, we, <laughs> hey we did it. Like, hey guys. We did it already. Yeah, but what they put out was such just like a foreign representation. And when they did this in 2012, everyone was like, what is this thing <laughs> you're putting out? Like, it was so confusing. Um, and so, I mean, on the one hand, the good thing about Apple using putting you know a laptop grade hardware coupled with iOS is that at this point iOS is incredibly familiar to people. Yeah. Right. Sort of like slowly introducing these you know navigational interface things to iOS that make it a little bit more friendly to people who are used to using a desktop rather than doing what Microsoft did, which was just I mean a lot of people were confused by that. Yeah, I mean Windows eight, I I think we can all well, yeah categorically call a failure. Yeah. But well, I will, here's what I'll say: Microsoft. This long history of getting it right three to five years too early right now is, like, deeply hilarious. Yeah. Like, the, everything looks like the Zune UI now. Yep. Uh, like, st- a streaming service connected to a player that can, like, wirelessly share songs, which was the Zune. What everyone does now. Uh, I mean, uh, I, like, Pocket PC. Like, the interface was terrible. The idea that your Pocket computer should legitimately be powerful and be able to run real apps... They, they, that's like a, that's more of a stretch. Like, no, but this was back in the Palm OS days. That's true. The processor was way slower. Yeah, I'm um, talking about like 2002. Fair. Um, totally fair. Um, I Windows. Like Zune and Palm Pilot come up a lot here. Yeah. <sighs> We're a nostalgic bunch. What is that yeah. about? Okay. Katie Brett's, the uh, Verge.com is going to write about nostalgia soon. Get ready. Uh, Get hyped. So do you know the Dieter Bone backstory? No, no, we're not doing this again. Dieter <sighs> has like a... Like a deep backstory. The Palm Pilot thing? Yeah. Oh, we went through this. We yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. this time, one time or two times I don't ago. think there's a way that you can... I, like the, the Palm story is so deep in the DNA of The Verge because like it was such a moment and then they came back with the Palm Pre and then it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it just cratered and then they sold it and then all the people who worked at Palm who were good went to Google and they sold... like I, I mean, like yeah. it's such a... It's such a mess. And it was like, it was our mess. We were just going to watch that mess together. Like everybody at The Verge sat down every week and watched our stories, you know, like all together. I hear that Dieter (laughs) actually has a WebOS TV at home where he just sits there. (sighs) Oh, yeah. They sold it to LG and now they put it in TVs. They control control with a a wand remote. They call it the magic wand. And And there's a character on the TV called the Bean. Beanbird. <laughs> Called the Beanbird. Bean I missed like one piece of information here. There's a magic wand and a Beanbird <laughs> yeah. on your TV That's to right. do what? And that to is the, that is do. the final legacy of Palm. Yeah. I'm not shitting you. Wait, currently? Currently. Yeah. Palm, this company that we always talk about. <laughs> no, Palm. On show. But no, no, that's that's WebOS. Palm but, got what, bought yeah. by some no-name company. <laughs> Whatever. So that, oh, with the real estate problem. So the software. Oh, right? <laughs> And now to LG. Lauren, right. you have, the, I've taken away your computers. I've taken away your phone. Well, no, you can keep your phone. I've taken away your computers and all your other iPads and all your other tablets. 
and I've given you a thousand dollars, and you have to pick right now: Surface Pro or iPad Pro. Oh, you've taken away my phones. No, you can't yeah. keep your phone. Your phone's cool. Oh, Surface Pro or iPad Pro right now. Yep. <sighs> right. Which Surface Pro? I'm guessing Sur- the Pro, four. Pro four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we killed Lauren. She's <laughs> <laughs> <It's just, laughs> dead now. It's it's the Surface Pro four. Yes, that's the answer. I know. I know. Right? I'm just, you're just like, you're like oh, but man. I really like iOS apps. Here's what's going to happen. Too. Someone's going to clip this out and put it on YouTube, and oh, it's going to end up on Reddit with the caption <laughs> iVerge. Promise you. Oh, whatever. <laughs> and she still can't say it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I'm saying whatever because I don't care about yeah. whatever someone puts out on I mean, Reddit. I mean, part of me wants, like, if the If I hardware... read the comments, I would never get out yeah. of bed. Oh. Um, <laughs> the hardware on the iPad Pro is better. It just, except it doesn't have the kickstand, but like so, it's a prettier piece of hardware. You're absolutely yeah, right. right. It's the Surface Pro 4. Right. It's the Surface Pro 4. Um, it's, yes, for a variety of reasons. I guess, uh, I don't know. I like iMessage. Um, yeah. I still use Final Cut Pro sometimes. But you they get your phone. on the iPad Pro anyway. Um, yeah. I guess it would be the Surface Pro 4. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It would. Okay. But so now the next question is a hard one. You have your computer again. Hooray! Which one? Hooray! No, which one? Yeah. If I have my computer again? Yeah. Oh, neither. <laughs> <laughs> Nicola, hype check the, the iPad Pro based on what you've heard in this conversation. I mean, there's so many things. Yeah. First of all, we started talking about the iPad Pro, ended up at Beanbird. So no idea how that happened. <laughs> I uh, was in a doctor's office recently, and the doctor, female, had a Surface something yeah. connected to her whatever. And I was looking at it and I was like, oh, I feel like I'm on the set of Mindy Project right now <laughs> because it's so product placed. Yeah. yeah it's that's well, that's my familiarity with all of this. Microsoft like, does a which, ton of that. Which, which female sitcom did they put it in? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Would you, so you famously do not have an iPad. I say famously because I ask you on the show like every week. Yeah. Uh, would no. you Would you throw away your computer and buy a gigantic iPad? I have no iPad, no watch. I don't need them. The phone and the computer, do it. The end. Like the end. <laughs> What do you have for phone and computer? She can't. It's a, she, she can't oh, you can't not talk to each other? No, no, no. I was holding up my computer because it's right here. I have a MacBook Pro yeah. provided to me by work. Isn't and the same MacBook thing. Air? It's an Air. Oh, and I have a Pro at home. It's very yeah. old and aging. Yeah. yeah. And I have an iPhone 6 Plus yeah. that I paid full retail for. And now a BlackBerry Priv. And a BlackBerry <laughs> Priv where I get all my spreadsheets done. <laughs> So yeah, wait, as, as the style editor, what do you think of all, like, what do you think of the Apple Watch? You said you don't need a watch. Oh. This is a, no, this is a this long, is, this is long brewing. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh my God. Yeah. The reason Nicola and I know each other is because we did the Apple Watch review. She was on. Well, because we went roller skating as yes, a company. We yeah. Because, yeah, because Vox Media went roller skating. You know, the only thing I remember about that, those roller skating was uh, Dan Seifert was wearing the most red pants I've ever seen. In my they were red. Life. They were really <laughs> red. They were super red. <laughs> There's a, a group. Oh, there's a group shot on Instagram. Well, if tell you're Lauren. Tag photos. Actually, the audience doesn't know this. Nicola and Lauren have never met. Oh yeah. no! I so. just learned about Lauren. <laughs> just, <laughs> she's an out character in all of our lives. And you just learned about yeah. me. Great. Um, and, cool. And well, I'll get to meet. I'm going to be in New York next week, so we'll get to meet, meet next week. Which Let's I'm very hang excited out at about. the no, we're all, bar we're all, gonna, we're all just going to be on the show again together next week. So okay. we'll be, this is just a practice show, everybody. Oh, Don't worry good. about it. Don't listen. But give her the give her your two minutes on the Apple Watch. Well, thirty seconds. The Apple Watch is a new thing. It's not done yet. 
the people don't need it, but one day maybe they'll need it. It yeah. doesn't look great. It should be circular. <laughs> Every week. That's the, next, it. the Fumo story. Yeah. I will boil it down to like tweet length. Yeah, one eventually. of these days. Should be circle. That was pretty good. Uh, that was really good. It's good. Thanks. Um, so wait, would you get rid of your computer for a gigantic iPad? No. No, just absolutely not. It would create problems, not solve problems. Right. I thought we were here to solve problems. That's what technology is for. That's the point. So, okay, hype check. Did, did the iPad Pro even enter your world tangentially? No, only because of you guys. Yeah, that's what yeah. I figured. Look, we've been talking about privacy on the show. <laughs> Software delivers cloud built for Priv. That's awful. <laughs> BlackBerry does not endorse this company. <laughs> yeah. Your business, your applications, your computational workloads are unique, so you deserve cloud resources that meet your specific needs. SoftLayer is one of the only cloud providers that provisions dedicated servers and virtual servers, otherwise known as a public cloud. How could you possibly not know this by now if you've been listening to the show? From a sing- single seamless platform. All this, of course, on demand, connected to the same open API, connected to a global private network. This thusly allows you to scale your workloads up and down quickly and have ample space for your storage intensive task. Software, secretly, under the table, IBM company. Bet you didn't know that. IBM uses Software as its cloud infrastructure foundation for all IBM cloud products and services. So if you're into Software but you're not into Software, you can just use IBM cloud stuff and then like get Software on the back end. Think about it. I'm thinking Are you thinking hard. about it? <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> All of our yeah, listeners. That was very convincing, Neil. That's really good. Uh, he's, 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 just, he's just getting started. Yes. When Look. I come to New York next week, will you give me a soft layer tutorial? No, but I can get you $500 worth of cloud infrastructure if you visit softlayer.com podcast, Lauren. I can do that for you. You can order bare metal servers, which are dedicated servers. You can order virtual servers, which are fake servers located on other people's bare metal servers. Uh, that makes no sense. You can order storage. You can order networking. <laughs> My God, you can get security devices <laughs> from your choice of data center. Software has 24 of these goddamn data centers located around the world. And all of those servers and services are connected to Software's unique network of networks, which separates public, private, and management traffic, ensuring that traffic to and from your cloud infrastructure travels more efficiently. I'm <laughs> Look, just please, God, automate and control your cloud infrastructure with a granular API or just give up and use the SoftLayer customer portal. Whatever you want to do. Just scream at the sky. Visit SoftLayer.com slash podcast and get I'm started so with $500 off of server storage network and security on a cloud built for privacy from SoftLayer. We have to, there must be, what else is there to say about, oh, t- we didn't talk about the pencil. We didn't talk about the pencil. We, we didn't talk, talk about, about Tim Cook saying Tim that Cook. he doesn't know why anybody would, would buy a PC anymore. Oh, oh man. Actually, we should, we should do the pencil. Lauren, talk about the pencil. So I said this in my column and I'm going to say it again. There is something so Apple about unveiling not only an accessory keyboard that attaches to your powerful PC-like tablet device. For $170. And being like. Look at this thing that we did, this innovation. Mm-hmm. Hello, Redmond. <laughs> but there's also something incredibly Apple about putting out a white pencil and calling it pencil, <laughs> charging $99 for it, and being like, it's the most amazing stylus, magical stylus yet. Yeah. Yeah. I but I will it. say that <laughs> this did work really well. Yeah. It yeah. works well. It's very precise. It's a very cool little tool. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm so with the branding of pencil. Yeah, they just called it a pencil. And that it's white. No, no, it they didn't call it an eraser. Yeah. No, no, they it's didn't cool. call it a pencil. They didn't call it the pencil. No, just they pencil. called it pencil because yeah. Apple hates I, articles. They do. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. I'm with it. They never refer to it I as the iPhone. They just say iPhone. They never mm-hmm. called it a the iPad. They just say yeah. iPad. I love just and, watch. and even now, more so now, Cook is doing. He's getting rid of the I. I mean, it's, there's photos. There's music. Yeah, yeah. Pencil, right? He, the so man's just like, attacking nouns all over the place. Owning nouns, common ones. <laughs> Yeah. Taking them, children's <laughs> pencil. <laughs> He's out of control. Um, but it's hilarious. Have you guys used this yet? You've used this, right? I, uh, yeah, well, I used it the hands-on. Yeah, I, they we, don't. Yeah, I we, think only the reviewers got the pencil and the keyboard. The people who ordered it and got it today didn't get any of that stuff. Yeah, that stuff's not out yet. You can't get the keyboard oh, wow. or the pencil right now. Yeah. So they're really going to have the full, I have a giant iPad and what do I do with it experience. Yep. I mean, Chris Ziegler bought one and gave it back today because he was like, why do I have Wait, did he return it already? I think so. Are you kidding? It's on, on its way back. Oh, my God. Um, you know, actually, Chris was complaining about a thing that I, I should ask you about, Lauren. He says all of the old iPad apps look terrible on the new iPad. Because the, the, they zo- it's like the... They're just super scaled up. Yeah. Yeah. And the keyboard is the old keyboard. You know what? I want to. I, I really want to look at one right now, and this thing is dead. Oh. It's dead. Oh, yeah, no. I have to say, like, I did, I mean, I did look at some other iPad apps, but a lot of the reviewing process was revolved around, like, let me try this one that's optimized for iPad Pro. Let me right. try these this uh, suite of Adobe apps. Let me try yeah. this one that I know is optimized, just 3D modeling app that's optimized for iPad Pro. Right. Um, I didn't experience, like, I didn't, uh, I think Walt found a bug with Twitter on yeah. iPad Pro. And I, I mean, Twitter looked okay. Um, email was fine. Facebook looked okay. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't really notice anything looking horrific. Well, I think it's the same as the, as the jump to the 6 and the 6 Plus, mm-hmm. where, like, Things literally Delta up updated the Fly Delta app today to include, like, you can buy a ticket with Apple Pay, but it's still the old screen resolution, <laughs> which is just like, come on. Um, and I think it's just going to be that. Like, there's just going to be some apps that are at the old screen resolution forever, which kind of leads me to the big question is, like, is anybody going to make apps for this thing? Like, where's the business of apps on the iPad Pro? The way that Adobe built a whole business around Photoshop on the the Mac, like, are you, do you think I that's going to happen? I am pointing a pencil at you right now because <laughs> you have nailed this. Yeah, you have just hit the nail on the head. So if you think about it, when Apple TV launched a few weeks ago, which you reviewed, or two weeks mm-hmm. ago, whenever that was, and you did an awesome job with that review on TheVerge.com. I highly recommend you check it out. Yeah. Um, I think there were around 500 apps that launched with Apple TV. Right, optimized Apple TV ported to TVOS. I think it was like a thousand actually. It might be, they might be up to a thousand by now. Yeah. More? Okay. So, a couple of days ago, you know, I was like, how many truly optimized apps are there for iPad Pro? And the list that I got was somewhere around like twenty. Yeah. And there were more than that, but the ones that I got that Apple was like really trying to highlight, right? Were like it was like around twenty, and I thought, well, that's not. I mean, that's not a lot. Um, and I think that what you're going to have, like, I think that developers in general haven't really wanted to develop for iPad the way that they do for the mobile platforms. Yeah. And I think you're going to have a really hard time convincing these developers who normally develop really heavy software and charge like $99 for it or $300 for it or something, make a version of that for iPad Pro. Mm-hmm. I'm calling it right now. That's, I think, I think that's going to be a problem. I think it's going to be okay. a huge problem. Like a crazy, the way, I don't know, like. I've already seen app developers talk about how they, uh, the app store keeps them out of like the business. Yeah. Right. Like there's no free trials. You can't put expensive apps into the app store. When you do the discoverability is bad. You can't do upgrades easily. 
Um, and all that stuff that has made apps great for consumers on phones does not translate into professionals on real computers. Right. I agree. Yes. Um, yeah. And it, it's in, it, even mm-hmm. Microsoft, I think part of the reason they didn't bring Office to the iPad for a long time was they realized they couldn't charge $149 for it the way that they do on computers. And they had to come up with a 365 model to kind of like shoehorn their way into it. It just seems really difficult. Like, I don't know what the incentives are for a flood of apps. Oh, also, not everybody has a stylus. So, like, right. not only is it a weird new screen size to optimize for, you have to assume that all of your customers are going to spend 100 bucks on the stylus. Right. So, like, it's, like, it's strictly for, like, designers, Adobe Creative Suite people, as far as I can tell. Like, nobody's going to do anything with the stylus that isn't, like, draw pretty pictures or do architecture or whatever. Right. But I think what Neil and I are saying is that if you are that app developer and you're weighing, you're like, should we do an optimized version for iPad Pro? And then you're looking at this, the options and you're going, we're, we may not get a huge customer base. We're not going to make any money off of it. And the people that we're designing for may or may not have a stylus. So we definitely have to do something around multi-touch. But what can we do around stylus that doesn't actually yeah, like, like, handicap the, the, the whole The stuff thing? is never going to be a massive consumer success. It's, can, is there, do I know exactly who my like, the like 3,000 people are who need this app are, and will they have iPad Pros? Like, you make right. the thing for the people that you know are like definitely have the thing and you know that it's capped at a certain level because it's like this set of designers, this set of people that use this set of tools. Um, you know, I don't, I don't see big fortune 500 companies going out and buying these for their entire fleet of people and just tossing in the style or the pencil for the hell of it. Right. Yep. Cause you don't need it. Right. And think about Unless it. People that yeah. are used to using really heavy creative software are many times they're just going to the web and they're downloading it that way. Right. And they yeah. don't, they, they, there's not a barrier of the app store and anytime there's an update or an upgrade or even a subscription upgrade, right. They, they're getting it through the web. They're sort of in control of that experience. Right. You and lose th- that a little bit when you go through app store. And then so many of, and I, I, I don't know, like so many of the workflows that I watch, like our video team use is they're connected to plugins that go into premiere or yep. into logic. And like none of that makes any sense in the app store model. Like they're all just separate little, it's just, this is like, it's hitting the wall of the mobile OS. And I think that, I keep looking at this conversation, it's like, this is the moment when there's no more mobile OS or mobile device. Like, the iPad Pro creates a new category, and it's like, kinda. Kinda. I mean, there's the, the, there's the extensions for apps in iOS 9, but like, all the stuff that people just do on computers that... Oh, I'm, I, this app is cool. It's on the web. I'm going to figure out my own business model. Oh, uh, I'm going to build these extensions for this browser. Oh, I'm going to create these cool tools that like plug into this thing and I also like help me find stuff on my computer. All the crazy stuff that people do on computers can only be done in ways that Apple first figures out how to do, gives you permission to do, and then enables. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just a super duper slow process. And I don't think that it's worth waiting around to right. like do that full computer stuff. Like I can see myself getting one of these eventually and like feeling pretty good about it. I'm going to buy one, but I'm I will still have my one. computer. I'm only going to buy one to use as a gigantic TV. Like I yeah. think if you are like a college student, it's you're almost better off spending unless you're a game console person, right? You're almost better off spending $700 on a gigantic iPad than you are spending $500 on a TV. Yeah. You look sure. at me like I'm crazy. Whoa, that's so much money. But but like yeah. people spend five hundred dollars on TVs like to college students, I yeah, know. with like, their parents' money. I yeah, guess. how else are they gonna Netflix and chill? 
This is an excellent time to talk about that Tinder update, Nicola. Oh, oh right. Yeah. <laughs> so yesterday, I re-downloaded Tinder. Can yeah. I just go for it? It's fine. Get it. Okay. Get it. Get I it. I re-downloaded Tinder because I took a... Tinder break? Hiatus. Yeah. You know. And um, it just happened that a I lot... I don't know. I'm like an old guy. People take Tinder breaks. You just get so... F- you're like, oh, this, I'm not getting the things I need out of this. Why do I keep doing it? So you delete it and you're like triumphant. And you're like, I'm... I'm an off market, whatever. And then wow. you're like, no, I, where, okay, fine. <laughs> and you re-download it. Mm-hmm. Like, did you, Tinder's like after your time, right? It's so far after my yeah, time. It's like, mm-hmm. like, I missed the whole Tinder thing. Yeah, you were, you were talking to like true olds. Yeah. Okay. Get it. So, okay. So you get it, whatever. Download oh, it. I used Trey Shallowhorn's Tinder once though. I was, he let me use it. I was drunk in a bar and the next day I saw him at work. And he was like, you have the worst Tinder game of anyone I've ever seen. Because <laughs> I literally was just like, hey, hi, I'm a nice guy. A big thing about. <laughs> He's like, don't do that to my Tinder. A big thing about being a Tinder user yeah. is that married people always want. They're like, it's so fun. <laughs> is it? Do you have a Tinder so rating? Like, like, like no. Uber customers have an Uber rating? Right. <gasps> Maybe. No. Somewhere in the back. What if there's a secret wild. rating? Oh, my God. God, so many one stars coming from this girl. <laughs> all right, all right. Tell me, um, tell me your Tinder story. Okay, so I re-download it. And another person in the Racked Office did too. I missed this because I must have like skipped it, but there was eight pages of information on the update. Eight pages. And I was like, whoa, that's wild. And I open it. So now it shows you where someone went to school and where they work. What? Mm-hmm. And oops. Do they have to Wait, enter that information? Yeah, can't you just lie? No, it pulls from Facebook. So you can like, obviously you can turn things on and off, whatever. You also can create a username. Like I could be like, I could be like tinder.com slash at Nicola if I wanted to be. Why? Why? Who would you send that to? Why? Like check. Oh, check me out on Tinder. We got to link up on Tinder. I won't give you my number, but we have got to get linked on Tinder. Or like what? I mean, why would you? Why? Why? How else are you going to super like? I don't know what that means. <laughs> That's the thing. That was great. No, he did a great one. Really? Yeah. yeah, he did a great one. Um, then they reorganized your matches. So now at the top, you have your recent matches. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. And then underneath that, you have your messages. So like active active talking and then just like people who have shown up. That seems good. But then you can only see right. four of the most recent matches. So like what if... Like I, well, I have the no Snapchat idea. You are. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea who the, who's Colin, who's Michael, who's Samuel. Like I don't know. By the way, Colin, Michael, Samuel, <laughs> on blast. Sorry guys, because they're all. They're, I mean, we got By Zach, way. Jake, Nick. Like there's all just these a collection yeah. of white women's wow. names. It's a Verge newsroom. <laughs> just all kinds of them. It's a whole Verge newsroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sam, Colin, Jake, Colin, yeah. <laughs> Nick. Know what they're doing during the day. Oh my God. Oh man, she's going. She's going tomato. Um, <laughs> no, there's just so so such an interesting thing to be in your bed and swiping, and then you see a coworker. And you're like, oh, you're here now. You're you're not there. <laughs> okay. But there's that feeling. It's the same thing of like when you watch a Snapchat and you're like in a private place, like your bed, and then you see, and then you see someone doing something. They're like, I don't want this here in the bed with me. I wish you would go away. You get different Snapchats. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's. Well, it's not even like that. I don't know. I am really. My Snapchats that. are like Sam is riding a skateboard. Yeah. Like that. that I would say that's nine. And it's yeah, that's 90 percent. Oh, you're not on his other Snapchat. You're on the real one. You're on like the public one. Oh, what? is it? No, he doesn't. Oh, man, he just docks Sam real super hard. <laughs> Sam does crazy shit on his secret Snapchat. Secret Snapchat. 
Sam Sheffer, tweet at him about it. I, I, I just made this up just now. So that would be, be that would be so next level to be like, nah, I got my Snapchat job, yeah. my Snapchat. And no, my but you have to re-log Snapchat. in. So he has he carries a second phone, like yeah. the, like the, the Thunder Path, just for his secret Snapchat. <sighs> I saw Sammy last Built night. Built into his skateboard. He's doing well. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the big right. news has to this me, changed your life. Well, it's, it's it is very interesting to see where someone works because you're like oh like you whatever but oh you seem like you have a cool job like maybe you're interesting like i saw this guy and his job was like wait well i can't say because what if he listens because it was nerdy. Colin, michael sam jake and whatever other nick, nick. but then They're people have like their blast. goofy names like this guy says i'm not going to read it because it's too specific and i'm paranoid but like people make up their own like I would fake 100%. jobs. You should be DJ FOMO on Facebook. Yeah, I should. Okay. But that also made me nervous. I was like, well, now any shed of pretending that I'm privately on Tinder. Yeah, right. Like now it's just. I'm extra. pretty sure you just blew up your shred of being privately on Tinder. It's just extra, Tinder on extra, show. extra. Hey, it's me. Hmm. So I deleted my bio though. You know, whether you're designing, presenting, writing, or building, Dropbox makes it simple to work together. On any file. Over 400 million people around the world already use Dropbox. You can be at Nicola at Dropbox. You can give out your Dropbox link. <laughs> and now there's a Dropbox just for your business. Dropbox for Business helps you work the way you want to work. Everything you love about Dropbox with enterprise-grade security and administrative controls. You can just help your team work together on any file type, any device, simply, securely. You can customize sharing controls, like expiration dates and passwords for all the shared links. Dropbox for Business enables your entire team to work the way they want on any file from anywhere. Dropbox, great. Not nearly as controversial as Tinder, but wonderful. Over 100,000 businesses already use Dropbox for Business. You could be one of those people. You could be 100,001. Dropbox for Business. It's all yours, Nicola. Super like. Super like. Super like. <laughs> all right, we're going to do a lightning round. All right. I got I to gotta go back to the rundown. Uh, we'll do a lightning round for the last 10 minutes here. Okay. Uh, Lauren, are you aware? No, we that? didn't talk about T-Mobile. That's okay. Well, and I thought there were going to be rants. Or are you just going to skip that? Lightning round. I was going to rant about net neutrality, but then I didn't do it. All Remind right. me what the lightning round is again. Uh, well, I made it up last week, and then I liked it so much we're going to do it again this week. Yeah. Um, okay. It's where I just yell out news stories and facts, and then you guys react to them. Yeah. How's that? Great. Has it been different so far? Is it like word association? Like we just shout out like nachos, and then... Yeah, nachos. Go for it. Jeez. Lightning round. Nachos. <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> Guacamole. <laughs> I, I guess. So yeah, no, it's like nachos are like fine. <laughs> Gastrointestinal Lord, nightmare. Nachos is your idea. <laughs> and she's swiping left okay. on it. <laughs> Who even taught her that? <laughs> all right, all right. Okay, here's what I'm going to. Okay, here, this is, a, this is a, a story, but it's a letter and story. Yeah. Tim Cook in London says Surface Book Pro is a diluted product. And then Apple issues a correction saying he actually meant diluted not diluted delusional oh walk back or subtle shading of facts and luckiest sound like ever diluted versus diluted yeah wow yeah right since like, he has a very strong southern accent i'm gonna go with he meant to say diluted probably diluted. i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt he was playing the game he knew he was talking to british people he knew he had a southern <laughs> accent he knew exactly what was going to happen. I would say Tim Cook unplugged, just talking shit all over Europe right now is the best. It's pretty great. Um, Although maybe not so great for the Mac. I think the people who work on the Mac are, are fairly unhappy about yeah. that. Um, but it's just amazing. Like he should just always be in Europe, like on a vision quest, just talking shit about competitors because it's amazing. Yeah. Um, 
YouTube Music, the new music service from YouTube um, that like downloads videos for you to watch offline. Have you seen this? It's amazing. No. Okay, so that's it. there you go. <laughs> this is I figured. Lauren, do you YouTube Music? I haven't used it yet, but I will say I've been like following you know Google's various music offerings now for a long time, and I love Susan Wojcicki. I think she's like really smart and doing good things over there. Yeah. This thing is so effing confusing. Their <laughs> offerings are so damn confusing. Yeah, it's a mess. Well, they have YouTube, YouTube Music, and Google Play. Music. And YouTube Red. YouTube Red is a YouTube. Yes. But no, not really. But it's if you, but you, if you pay, pay for $10 yeah, a month for one, you get app. some of the benefits of the others, and it's like not really clear how that works. Yes. I think I mean, once you buy one, you kind of end up with the rest of them. Like I'd, I've got all of it because I'm subscribed to Google Play Music, which is the best music service according to all oh, of our God. listeners. And I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm not what? Doing this with you. I'm not. I'm not saying. Way, I'm saying Dieter, your listeners re- are saying it. The uh, the list of our lightning round. I noticed. What about it? Literally has the words "the Packers are terrible" as every other link. That's Thanks, weird. buddy. I wonder who did that. Okay, Steve Jobs, the movie pulled from more than two thousand theaters because no one went to see it. <gasps> that's a reaction. Yep. Lauren, <laughs> did, did you? That's is I, that, that a was, reaction? Can I laugh? No. Did you see the movie? No, I didn't see the movie. No one saw. Well, no one saw the movie. Yeah. You saw the movie. I didn't I saw know the it movie. came out. Yet. I mean, like. The reaction is wah wah. Like it, it wasn't it wasn't so bad as a movie that it deserved to like get booted from theaters that quickly, I guess. But it definitely was, you know, not a it was thing bad. that people were gonna flock Here's to. Here's the way I look at this. I have a very limited we all have a very limited amount of time these days, right? I have like yeah. no time and I have no time to go to the movies. And if I'm gonna go to the movies, I'm either gonna see something that's like train wreck laugh my ass off because i love amy schumer and who doesn't right now right or i'm gonna go to see something that's like actually i learned something from it and is truthful and good nonfiction. and that in this movie sort of like fell into like it's it wasn't real it wasn't real life right so yeah. it wasn't a true depiction of jobs in terms of the actual events that occurred in the dialogue that was exchanged so i was like i don't see the value in this right now yeah i think that's exactly right um also, like, I think people wanted to know about how the iPhone was made. Yeah. And they just left it all out. Yeah. Like, if, it, if this movie was just two hours of him being like, what if it was a phone that you could touch? I would like to see it. You know? Like, <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, Star uh, Wars. Uh, new, first new TV slot. Uh, and something, something, something. What? Oh, the Japanese. There was a Japanese, a Japanese trailer that revealed a bunch more. And then there, is, there was also a TV spot. Are you bought into the Star Wars hype? Just so many press releases for co-branded things. Really? Uh, Drowning. Yeah? I don't Tell care. us the craziest one. What's the craziest, yeah, what's the craziest one? Button? I don't know. I just, they're like an auto. I'm like, delete, delete. Like, that's a quick, easy like, delete. There's like, there's like a whole Maybelline line, right? Yeah. Sure. Probably. <laughs> right. uh, it's brutal. Uh, Lauren? I feel like I'm going to get fired from The Verge if I admit this, but I've not really been following Star Wars. Have you seen Star Wars? I've had my head down in this, okay? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I just held up that. The thing just covers the whole camera. It's such a uh, $1,500 Tag Hoyer. Tag Hoyer. I, I was trying to figure that One out, One of those too. words I never say out loud. Like, yeah. You're like, yeah. I okay. $1,500 Tag Android Wear smartwatch. Launched at one of the most fucked up press conferences I have ever seen in my entire life. Did Why? you watch the press conference? Yeah, I watched I watched like highlights at home because it was so insane. What happened? At the end, they cut a wheel of cheese and the guy was like, we didn't bring a big enough knife because we couldn't get it on the plane because it's a, we needed a huge knife. And so he was like was struggling. Was the cheese supposed to be like luxury? It was just like luxury. They don't sell cheese. knives in New York? 
No one could get a it knife. Was, that was deeply confused. It wasn't a knife. It was like a double handle. Oh, like a lumberjack. <gasps> yeah. And he oh, was like struggling to cut the cheese. It, it was like Ooh. ridiculous. And he's like, this is a tradition when we celebrate my country. And he was like doing that. And then he was like, yeah, the CEO of Tag was like, um, you know, you can take the chip out of here. It's so powerful. You could just take the chip right out of the watch and make it a whole computer. And the guy from Intel was like, yeah, don't, don't do that, though. <laughs> like we make other better chips for that. Like it was, it was ridiculous. And then it's like this, like fifteen hundred dollars smartwatch. But is Android Wear? It's the same as you've seen. Is that cool? Well, oh, but it's a tag oh, watch. Oh, and there's also an LG watch or Bane with a cell phone in it. Now. They have a three-year. It's like the the lifetime guarantee. It's like the oh, lifetime it's like, program. It's like, it's like connected to eternity or something. Connected to eternity. Where three years from now, you trade in your smartwatch and you just get a fifteen hundred dollars regular watch. Not not a, a new smartwatch. Watch. Not a new yeah. smartwatch. This is what I love about what? this thing. Yeah, they're, they're it's so crazy. Admitting, it's like they're it's they're like they're basically admitting that smartwatch software in a decent watch body is something that is so utterly obsolete or will be obsolete <laughs> in a short amount of time that Tag Heuer is basically like, yeah, so this thing is, is going to be useless in about two to three years. So just come in and get a real watch. No, but yeah. it's, like, it's, like, it's not like come in and get the next smartwatch. It's like smartwatches are going to be done in like two or three years. But we'll play for <laughs> we'll now. But yeah. we all know you're yeah. going to want a proper watch. That's the watch. most unconfident thing I've ever, ever heard. I don't know. Yeah. I think That's it's, it's pretty. It's pretty ballsy. It's pretty like, yeah, bring it. We'll do this thing. We don't That's care. Like, we don't even believe in it. You, you just get a nice watch. <laughs> yeah. Have a status symbol. It's an investment in a nice watch three years from now. But yeah. in the meantime, you get notified. And they call it the Eternity Program? Connected to Eternity. Connected to Eternity. Is that, what, is that pr- the precise branding? I, like, oh, God. Someone's going to be mad at me that I can't pronounce any words on any podcast, except for Tag Hoyer. I'm getting a lot out of this. Oh, Hoyer? Is that how you say it? I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seriously, one of those words I only ever read. For sure. People don't just, like, rock up to me and say this word. Like, oh, you don't have a bunch of friends with Tag Hoyer watches they're talking about? Oh, my God. Maybe in three years you will. Maybe. (laughs) Yeah, because everyone will be like, I have an extra mechanical watch now. I've been really into smartwatches, and now I bought this mechanical watch. I mean, also, are you supposed to use this smartwatch for three years, like, in this state of, like, where smartwatches are? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hard Um, hard burn from Nick. Like, you're supposed to assume you're going to... Can you imagine, like, what if I used this new old BlackBerry for three years? Yeah. Yeah, phones only last two years. What would my life even be? <laughs> it's 2018. You can do it. We should bring you to CES so you can look at all the also ran wearables at CES and write about them. I think I would love to oh, hear I'm your take. I'm hella them. trying to come to CES. <laughs> I want to be. I I do. I want. I haven't told me like this yet. I want to be in Vegas in January so badly. <laughs> you are the only one. You yeah, know, I know. You know, it's not warm, right? Oh really? It's no. not fun at CES. It's not warm. Well, it's it's not not fun. Fun. So I will say I, I love can CES. Make anything I, fun I believe Eli. Dieter loves CES. I love CES. Um, some there are, we have other staff members who love CES. CES is the one place where like like the world is your oyster. You're like, what story do I wish to tell about I technology think I'm and culture? Flourish. I think I'll flourish in the desert. I like that you said it confidently that you're going to flourish. <laughs> Having not yet asked you if you can come Eli, to CES. When we are together at CES, I will flourish. <laughs> Our, our new video producer Sophie yesterday was like, "You guys just keep talking about it like it's war. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous." I know you are dramatic about it. All of you are well, but that's a... anyway. Have... I'm looking for another lightning round topic. Does anybody else? Uh, Aaron Rodgers chucked a surface. Oh my god! What do you think of that? Eli? Talk... Oh wait, here's one. 
Here's one breaking. It was literally it was lo- lo- ignoring you is what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> that's like what I think. Oh, about Lauren. It. Yeah, we Lauren, got a question. Lauren for you. was like breaking some news at the top of the show. Fossil bought Misfit for two hundred sixty million dollars. Oh yeah. Yeah. First of all, yeah. Like those are words that don't mean anything. So maybe you could explain what. Well, fossil no, everybody and knows what are. fossil is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll watch. But Misfit Misfit's is a wearables company. It's based in Burlingame, California. Uh, but they also have offices in Vietnam and it it's, gets a lot of attention or has been getting a lot of attention because it was co-founded by John Scully, the former CEO of Apple, along with, uh, Sunny Vu and Sridhar Iyengar. I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Um, and so their whole take Hoyer. on wearables for the past few years since they lost, so. uh, since, since they lost, since they launched was, um, that they believed wearables should be attractive and look kind of like jewelry. That they should have long battery life. You just have to charge them all the time. So they use coin batteries, and that they should be relatively inexpensive, right? So they like launched this line of like twenty five dollar Misfit wearable, a little wrist thing, and fifty dollar wearable, and I think they got up to like eighty or a hundred bucks was their most expensive. And they were just acquired by Fossil, uh, I actually, which I think makes sense. I actually yeah. really liked the Misfit came through my world because it was included in a Fashion Week invite. Oh yeah. Um, and I actually like I liked I liked how it looked a lot and I played with it for like I think I put it on my I set it up everything downloaded the thing had it on my wrist for like maybe 20 minutes and was like absolutely not but I liked how it looked and I liked that it was super minimal and it had the little light up display that wasn't like too much information but it also didn't give you any information right but but yeah, you but, had to wrap on it like a crazy yeah. person multiple times to get yeah to yeah yeah make it, it light up yeah. But like the like you were saying that like the the Misfit was a company that was like designed from Jump Street not to make little pucks that you strap to your wrist, but to get bought and built into something else, right? Yeah, essentially, when you when you're talking to a wearable company and they are consistently saying things like, "Listen, all these wearables are basically commodities, and we're just <laughs> trying to add value through the software, and we think our software does something neat, and we just we're gonna we you sort of see where it's going. You don't see this as like hey, are they going to be able to build a wearable empire? Um, or is this going to be like a very successful product product segment of their larger company, right? Like yeah. Apple's going for. It's like you, you just see that eventually they're going to develop this technology and maybe it's going to be compatible or work with some, some other big company. I mean, it right. just, you like, could have seen this two years ago with Misfit. I mean, it's good, but what, so give me the, give me the other side of this, Nicola. Tell me about Fossil. This feels like very like, the whole thing where, I mean, you guys always come to me like, oh, they keep making it ugly. And I keep being like, yeah, but fashion keeps using technology wrong. Like, yeah. I'm just as angry on my side because this seems very much to me like, and I don't know like that much about Fossil as a company, but like, I, I it just seems very much like they're like, oh, an opportunity. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and like, we are relevant. Voice for Fossil. <laughs> <laughs> like, we are relevant. Yeah. We are, you know, and I'm sure like I will get so much like so much information that probably in my inbox right now about this. And it's just like, okay, but do something, make something you yeah. guys make, do and some, make and do something. <laughs> but fossil also, don't they also make stuff for a bunch of other companies as well? Yeah. Fossil's like a huge, there's like the yeah, fossil brand, the consumer brand. And yeah. there's like, they have 5,000. I feel like they, yeah, they have a lot. And fossil is like traditionally always been the most, um, technology aggressive. Like they made the Microsoft Spot watches way back in the day, mm-hmm. where Microsoft built its own proprietary wireless network and sent updates what? to everybody's watch. Yeah, 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 it was crazy. <laughs> there was the Spot network. Microsoft built it. Chris Ziegler had like four hundred of these watches. So there was yep. the Spot network. 
This sounds like a lot of effort. And Dieter, Dieter probably knows this, but they also had a palm-based wrist thing at yep. some point. Yeah. They had with the stylus, wrist. with a tiny yes. little stylus. <laughs> Come on. Yes. It, had a, it was a palm-based no. spacebar watch. It had a tiny little stylus. <laughs> I love that too. It's like palm wrist. Like it's like they just—they just—it's just just not the whole hand, (laughs) the ring, everything. Uh, And there was another. What was the last one? Like fossils had this like long history of every smartwatch that they could find. Yeah, and they got obviously blown out because they didn't make a platform. I'm surprised they haven't made Android Wear stuff. But I think what they have they. Uh, They've definitely been announced as partners. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's been see. released. The Fossil Q? Fossil Q, yeah, that's right. Yes. What is this? Yep. This is your Q? There's the Q. Uh, oh, my see. God. Oh, oh you know let what? me read these okay, names so to you. Check, I was just yeah. checking to make I sure that this them. wasn't under embargo, but I do have one. Uh, yeah, and yeah. I don't... There's the well, Fossil. There's the Q founder. No wait, 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 wait. I have different crappy names. Okay. I have the Q oh. Dreamer. What? Uh, the Q Grant and the Q Reveler. Q Grant? That's Q Grant. Q Grant. It's very Q cute. Q Grant is it's like very, a mechanical watch. It's just like a little bit suave, but a little bit clumsy, you know? Wait, but That's I don't really think these bad. are the watches. What are the, what is the Very watch? endearing. Very sweet. The, the watch is the Q founder. The Q founder. Yeah. All right. And you have one? Yeah, hold, please. Hold, please. Stand by. <laughs> the Q Reveler, the Q Grant is, I mean, truly amazing. It's, oh, man. Oh, wow. She's walking back. She's getting the watch. Q Founder. Oh, she had Q Grant looks kind of cool. Get back. Am I better or worse looking than the uh, the uh, the Moto three sixty twenty fifteen? Oh my God, the Q Dreamer is a is not a watch. It's a uh, it's fitness like a, band. It's a fitness band. The Q Dreamer is for ladies, and the Q Reveler is for men. Oh my God, the, Wait, Dreamer, sorry, the Dreamer is Dreamer? rose gold. The rose gold Dreamer is for ladies. Yeah, Lauren's holding one and up right black now. Black and, and silver Reveler is for men. It looks like a the most hideous Fitbit oh, I've ever seen in my life. That thing. Yeah, that looks bad. Wow. All right. Well, no wonder they bought Misfit. Yeah. <laughs> Money well spent, everybody. Uh, is that it for the lightning round? Anything else? PAX came out with a gold vaporizer for holiday. Oh, <laughs> Nicola moment. Not rose gold. Just gold. Just gold. Just gold. gold. Still not gold. paid by them. <laughs> Have had many people. <laughs> oh, the best tweet was someone was like, okay, what do I, what do I Google to, um, he's probably going to listen to this. Sorry, dude, for blowing up your spot. He's like, what do Whatever. I Google to put inside the packs? I'm sold. And I was like, marijuana? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, herbal matter. Like, wow. uh, one last lightning round. We got to wrap. Yeah. We got to go. And this one's just for you, Neli. Yes. How do you feel about Sony finally announcing the death of Betamax? I feel like the ongoing story of CES is the slow death of Sony. Yeah. Right? Like every year, Sony does something thirstier and thirstier at CES to prove that it's relevant. And every year they sell fewer TVs, and every year Sony goes smaller and smaller and dies. Except for the PlayStation. PS4s, yeah. But that's it, right? That's their last product. They make the PS4, and they make camera sensors. Yeah. And like like this year at CES, are they going to show us a Blu-ray player? Like, what are they going to do? I don't know. They're going to show us 4K They're TV? They're going to make us watch another the panel made by another Spider-Man company? reboot. That'd be great. If the Sony press conference was just us watching a Spider-Man movie, that might be more successful than their usual press conferences. Wow. That's rough, right? Yeah. Any, literally any Spider-Man movie. Spider-Man 3 would be better than last year's Sony press conference. <laughs> All right. A brutal end to the approach. Spider-Man shade. <laughs> Out. All right. No handles. This, uh, for better or worse, was our show. Lauren will be here in person next week, which will be inc- incredible. 
uh, Nicola, yeah. you'll just be. And maybe a don't surprise leave. guest. Stay might, right there. We might have a surprise guest. We might have a surprise guest. Uh, <gasps> surprise! Ooh. Surprise! Oh, even to me. Know. Yeah, that's interesting. Because um, I don't know who. I actually don't know who it is. But don't. I mean, there's a clue in this room right now. Is it Nicola? No. Is it? A is it fir- a new Blackberry? Is it the fern? It's the fern. <laughs> the fern is a clue. So confused. All right. It's the blackberry. Is it my ex girlfriend from eighth grade, Fern Miller? <laughs> That's not, I don't know what that means. Doesn't that sound like an eighth grade girlfriend's Is that really name? Your name? No, it's <laughs> an old lady girlfriend name. <laughs> Fern Miller? Get out of here. All right. Well, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Verge. You can follow us on Snapchat. We're at The Real Verge. Uh, Nicola has some deep Snapchat game. Nicola Fumo, all in word. Lauren, are you in Snapchat? Yeah, it's Lauren ATD, named after the now defunct All Things D website. Love it. Pour one out, ATD. Uh, <laughs> I am not on Snapchat, and even if, even if you did follow me on Snapchat, nothing would happen. Uh, so just follow me on Twitter. I'm at Reckless Theater. I'm at Backlon on both Snapchat and Twitter because brand identity, y'all. Oh my God, there's a, there's a whole story <laughs> there. Uh, you can find us uh, on iTunes. You can go to iTunes.com. Slash The Verge. You can listen to this show. You can listen to Verge ESP with Emily and Liz. You can listen to What's Tech with Chris Plant. You can listen to Control Out Delete with uh, me and Walt. Uh, you can rate and review all those shows. We love it when you talk to us and tweet at us. Uh, we love the feedback. We're also on YouTube. Just search for uh, The Verge. And I've got to think uh, a couple Brain Tree. It's, all, it's Brain Tree. Sponsored well, today's Vergecast. Go ahead. And uh, they give you a full stack payment solution. Support for all ty- payment types for customers they might, they might want. All of them. All of them. It could, you could accept Android Pay, Apple Pay, PayPal, Bitcoin, Venmo, cards, and whatever's coming next. You know, all of the single today, integration PayPal across all platforms. Venmo. Superior fraud PayPal protection. What? PayPal owns Venmo. Didn't know yes, that. that's right. Mm. Uh, and Apple's coming out with a Venmo competitor, apparently. And I, I bet you that Braintree is going to support it. it. Hey. They've got superior fraud hey. protection, customer <laughs> service, and fast payouts. Go to braintreepayments.com slash vergecast. That was it. That was our show. Lauren, thank you for being here. Thanks, guys. That was fun. Nicola, hype check yourself. I was okay today. Yeah. I'm getting too used to it. I know. It's not special. Next week, I'll bring more. That's it. Rock and roll. Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Come on! (laughs) 